I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit and this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. I'm out in a very wet garden today, sat in my garden. It's been raining pretty heavily, so uh, it's pretty damp out here. This is part 11 of the 12-part COVID-19 series we're doing, where myself and my co-host, William Mankelow, will delve into the adaptation process that we and the whole world is going through. William's recording just down the road due to social distancing, so uh, he'll be along soon. Today, we're looking at planning. It's hard to plan, especially when nobody has no way of knowing when and how this will end, or even if it will end, or if it will end by an indication that we're getting back to normal. Who knows if we can be with our loved ones this Christmas? Nobody knows. There will be a time, though, when this pandemic is is over and once again we'll be able to hug people, children will go to school, we'll be able to revisit our favourite coffee shops, international borders might reopen again, economies will one day recover from the recessions that we face clearly but that will just be the beginning of our collective journeys and you may be thinking well how can I plan in the face of that? Well in my view first up It's we need to face up to the fact that everything has changed. We may be focusing currently on staying productive, but again, in my view, that's just noise. The noise of denial and delusion. At this point, denial and delusion is a barrier to accepting the situation we all find ourselves in. It will delay us in reimagining ourselves in our new collective reality. Hope and resilience are old friends waiting to greet us if we choose to let go of denial. We can be creative again and we can find endless potential. We will try new experiences again and we will meet new people. We will do things that we just can't imagine right now. So how do you plan and why plan if everything always changes? I remember somebody starting out in business who was... uh, planning everything to start with and then he came to me so I'm not planning anything anymore he said because it all changes I'm just going to go into business uh, with no plan and within three weeks he was out of business yeah we need to plan Uh, and uh, my view again and I can only express my view is if we have a plan it's a very quick marker to tell us that things are subtly changing William planning can you expand on that a bit more for us I don't know whether I'll be able to necessarily expand on it. Um, I certainly would like to delve into it a little bit deeper from my own perspective in that reflecting on how we've what we've talked about so far and the different stages we've already gone through. Planning seems to be one of those that is very much looking towards the future, of course. Um, And we look at the future as the next day or the next week or the next month or the year ahead. And it has been... Because of the situation and because of the what we face at the moment, we all face, has been quite difficult to be able to plan because we don't know what the future is going to be holding. Planning in itself is a very uh, very personal thing. It's very personal to your, your own situation. You know, how much can we plan when there is so much uncertainty? I think the answer lies, for me at least, in... you, uh, Stuart, you mentioned business, planning in business. Yeah, that's, you need to plan when you when you run a business. You need to have a plan because it gives you focus. It gives you it gives you a structure. It gives you an aim. It gives you a goal. But of course, those plans 
are only based upon that certain that moment's certain circumstances, and of course circumstances change. So when it comes to planning, you really need to have a flexibility, have that in mind that your plans may have to change slightly, alter them. You might have to slightly alter your course or in the case with a lot of businesses right now, especially smaller businesses, uh, they're having to, well, even I was going to say just small businesses, but any any business are having to change and change quite dramatically and quite quickly. Having the flex, having flexibility in your plans is never a bad thing. So yeah, that's really it. But I just touch upon that again, that planning really is um, very much in a future thing. You know, that we've gone through disbelief, fear, shock, taking stock, finding new structure, adapting. All of those, even adapting, is something you do very much in the moment right now. Whereas planning, you're thinking about the future. You're trying to create a structure for the future. It'll be interesting to see where we lead this on to the next episode where we talk about progress. Uh, but that is certainly for another episode. Now, in each of these episodes, we both pick a word from a letter from the alphabet. Uh, Stuart does one from a nature perspective, and I do one from a ph- photographic perspective. Now, unbelievably, we've got to the letter K, and I struggled a little bit with the letter J, because there are some reason I found it difficult to find a word with the letter J. K, though, one popped into my mind straight away, um, and it's to do with the, the time of the year. We're in a very, very colourful time of the year as a goldfinch flies over my head. Um, and that's a perfect, perfect um, example of this word. That is kaleidosco- kaleidoscope, if I can get the word out. Um, kaleidoscope is, uh, there's an sc- absolute kaleidoscope of colour around you right now. And maybe when you in your back garden or you're out on one of your socially distancing walks try to capture as many colors that are around um maybe set a challenge for a small challenge for yourself nothing too serious see how many colors you can you can pick up and how many how many colors you can capture so yes my word is kaleidoscope what is your word for today Stuart? and um are we finding you once again in your back garden and it has the weather improved um, I hope you haven't stayed out there in the rain. Yeah, I'm still in my garden. It's very damp. It hasn't rained since uh, it rained overnight. And uh, it's sunny, but it's not as hot as it was in late April. But the ground has had its thirst quench, I think, with all that rain. But it could do with more. It's still pretty, uh, still some dryness around. My word for the letter K, and this is very Oxford-centric. This is a very Oxford-centric thing to say here in the UK and that word is kite. Red kites are massive birds of prey that have recolonised Oxfordshire since they were reintroduced back in the 1980s and if you're anywhere else in the world it's highly unlikely you're going to see any of these red kites. So from the letter K in kite I'm going to just advise everybody to look up and try and spot any birds of prey they can see. Hawks, falcons, owls, vultures, whatever. Uh, often if you look just below the horizon that's often where they're going to be flying but there's exceptions to every rule 